Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another episode of Untold Physio Stories. We're in seasons two still. Um, Jason Shane is off in Hawaii. I'm your host, Erson Religioso. I'm stuck in Buffalo in April, even though you're not supposed to date podcasts. It's early April, and no joke, we have like five to six inches of snow. Uh, With me, I have one of the most popular Canadian physio bloggers, Jesse Awanis. And uh, you may know him as Jesse Physio, your friendly neighborhood physio. And uh, I think he has a story for us today. What do you have for us, Jesse? I do. I do. Sitting here in the cold trenches of uh, Toronto, also a lot of snow on the ground. I do have a story that I think would be uh, good for your listeners to uh, to hear. So when I was uh, applying to physiotherapy school, one of the requirements to get in was to have a certain amount of volunteer hours with a physiotherapist. Um, so I did that. I worked at a clinic. I shadowed at a clinic, which was great. And then that physiotherapist kind of took me under her wing. And when I graduated, she already moved to another location, to another clinic. And when I graduated, she told me to apply to this clinic because it was awesome, the the the, the the boss there was top-notch, so and so forth. So I applied and I got the job, which was great. So that was my first physiotherapy job. The owner of the clinic was a physiotherapist, but he was very dogmatic in his approach to treatment. He really believed, I can say this safely, that 90% of all MSK pain related to an anteriorly rotated pelvis. And as a new grad, I was like, wow, he's so sure of himself. He was so sure of himself. It was and his caseload was full. He was busy for weeks. His clients loved you mean, him. You mean for every single condition? Yes. If you had jaw pain, it was a pelvis. If you had foot pain, check the pelvis. Everything was uh, anteriorly rotated and ornament. And as a new grad who knew next to nothing, I was drawn in by his chari- his characteristic pers- char- char- charisma, should I say. He was very uh, – very good at selling that, even to me. He would take me into to take me into his office sometimes with patients, and he would say, "This patient has right plantar foot pain," and then he would proceed to put his thumbs on the PSISs as the person was standing. He would check their pelvic alignment. He would say, "Okay, your right pelvis is off, creating a right longer leg. It shift, blah blah, it's shifting your weight to your left, so on and so forth." He would use a very very specific kind of kinematic sequence of events that will lead to this person having plantar foot pain from a pelvic anonymous rotation problem. And I was like, whoa, this guy's so smart. I was so blown away by his, and every patient he had, I was like, wow, like that's pretty cool. I've never heard of it before. Uh, he related jaw pain to the pelvis. He related headaches to the pelvis. Anyways. Um, so with every other therapist, I'm going to say, I don't, the thing is I actually learned some good things from him, not just that, but he was actually really good at teaching a business. But anyways, most of the therapists of the clinic were pretty, you know, already brainwashed by this approach. So everyone was practicing that way. Everyone would come in checking the pelvis and every single room you went into, everyone was doing the exact same treatment. It was like to treat a pelvic rotation. Um, you do, he had an outline of what you do. You, you do this, you do that, you massage this muscle, you stretch that muscle. It was a very specific sequence you had to follow to make sure you're getting quote unquote biomechanical balance. And I will be, 
honest, I fell into the scheme and I was like for the first, I don't know, year, year and a bit of my career, I was just doing that and thinking it was great. If patients were getting better, I would say, oh, it's your fault. You're not doing your exercises until I started up with social media a little bit. And I kind of decided to see what else was out there. And to make a long story very short, I soon realized, I would say the defining moment for me was when I read uh, Paul Ingram's, or no, is it Tony? Yeah, Paul Ingram's, uh, he had his pain science um blog on the biomechanical boogeyman if you haven't read it i highly advise it it's a long read but fascinating and it just changed my whole paradigm and i was like what am i doing and i and i realized for uh, a long time i was persuaded by an individual how and not i was not listening to what the evidence was telling me um so i made a huge mistake in being very myopic in my treatment for quite a while and i uh i have since learned otherwise so that would be my first physio mistake yeah, I think that's a great story. Sounds like there was a whole lot of ass touching going on in that clinic. Yeah, um, a ton, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah boy, man, as soon as I gave up t- finding the PSIS, I feel like my career got a lot easier. Yeah, um, it was, I, I really, looking back now, I, I facepalm. I'm like, wow. Like I was telling people who came in for, um, you know, like a big toe injury. Oh, it's because your pelvis was twisted. And the thing is that it, 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 it the reason looking back, I know what I know now, it, it necessitates more treatment. It takes the patient almost out of the, the care process because it becomes incumbent upon the patient to see the physiotherapist for treatment because only they can fix the rotated anonymous. And um, I noticed also that, that, that the physiotherapist who taught me this, I think the owner of the clinic, who was quite successful in, in having, you know, literally, I say that I'm not kidding, a two-month wait to see him because he was so booked, but he only saw the same, you know, 50 to 60 patients every every week or how many patients he saw a week, whatever it was. Um, they would come in once a week. It was like, it, it was similar to, I, I told when I, before I left, I said, I felt like I was uh, an old school chiropractor detecting a subluxation, but instead of that, I was remove, uh, insert pelvis instead of subluxation. I was doing the same thing. And I was like, right, I got, right. I got, I think- yeah, I was going to say, I think a lot of um, old school manual therapy, I mean, he he just happened to have, you know, a certain paradigm and a certain body part he was affixed to, but that could either be a subluxation, it could be a disc, it could be a left AIC pattern, it could be any one of the things that people are teaching out there. And, and I think when gurus get results, then mechanisms pretty much are supported and people confuse success with mechanisms being true and and i did if you have the right yeah right we all do i mean i've been doing this a lot longer than you yeah i fell into that i felt fell into that several times and anytime you you get success and and someone who's charismatic enough can uh, make it seem like this is the reason why it works and um and then they're successful and then they teach you something and you're successful you know it makes it seem like this is what you should be doing but in reality, I mean, no one likes the modern manual therapy research that basically shows that every exercise and every every technique can work as long as you have the right condition yeah. and the right patient. And, and as a side, I mean, to get really honest with all with everybody, all the listeners, and that when I first was exposed to this research, I was like lost. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I, I like my whole foundation was shattered, <laughs> and it took me quite a while to kind of build myself back up into a more 
you know, to take your word, more of an eclectic therapist to kind of pull <laughs> to pull from different different schools of thought to formulate a treatment that made sense to me in light of what the research um, and clinical experience and patient preference, um, what these all kind of mesh together to provide for uh, my caseload. Yeah, well, I'd like I'd like to say that at almost twenty years, it gets easier, but it gets harder. I mean, I know less. I feel like I'm less confident now than, than I was at five years out, yeah. but that's probably a good thing. You told me that. I remember you telling me that exact same thing a few years ago, Urson. Just uh, like, I think you said it. Uh, like, you said it to me. I think at iPhone maybe when I when I was like a couple only a couple years out, and uh, that stuck with me. And that I think if you start, if you start getting comfortable and everything is easy and you're not questioning anything and you're always you know thinking you're right you're probably wrong <laughs> more than you're right <laughs> right uh like another one of my buddies says it's a red flag when uh, he's at a seminar and someone tells him i know 100 percent why this person is having pain oh yeah I, anytime someone knows anything i immediately roll my eyes because it's uh it's it's so multifactorial and uh, I mean, we're going over time here, but I could keep going, but uh, I'll leave it at that. All right. Well, we'll invite you back. Sounds for good. another story. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And I think it echoes, hopefully, um, and resonates with a lot of our listeners, um, whether they're seasoned or new grads. So thanks for that, Jesse. And uh, where can we find you on social media? Um, I have a website, uh, jessephysio.com, uh, Twitter, Jesse Physio, and my uh, Facebook page is Jesse Awareness Physiotherapist. Sounds like you need to change that to Jesse Physio. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. Facebook won't let me pull their story. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Actually, they let you now. Oh, Just go back and, yeah. Oh, do they? Okay. They do. Yeah, it's, it, it's a lot easier now. So anyway, <laughs> that's a social media thing. That's that's a tip from uh, one of the owners of UpDoc Media. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, keep leaving us comments and reviews. We really appreciate them. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like our podcast. Hopefully, Jason will be joining us soon. But I have a feeling he may be in Hawaii for the next podcast as well. He's got a nice holiday ahead of him. Good for him. So, yep. I'm Dr. E with EmmanuelTherapist.com, EdgeMobilitySystem.com, and ModernManualTherapy.com, and of course, UpDocMedia.com. Have a great day.